pray. Father, we ask and we say there is illumination. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened. There is no confusion in this atmosphere. Every heart can be you as we see ourselves in you. And your name alone is glorified, even as we are edified. Amen. 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 Say amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I want to share something with us this evening. And what I want to share with us, the reason I, I, I want to share this with us is because I remember a couple of years ago, Interestingly, I'm streaming this service. I'm sure some of you are wondering, Pastor, why are you streaming? It's because of those who have attended this camp meeting so that they can understand what to do after. Hallelujah. And why, why am I teaching this? You're looking at my mic. You want it? You want me to put it on you? You want it? Don't worry. Next service. Next service. Next service. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you guys sit down. <laughs> Okay, praise God. So the reason why I'm, the way why I'm sharing this is because um, I remember quite some couple of years ago, we had a meeting just like camp meeting like this. And immediately after camp meeting, we just could not do anything again. Some of you that were down with <laughs> will remember. After service like this, the next thing is meeting canceled. Service cancelled. No more service again. So, we, we, interestingly, we had a meeting in August. And after August, I doubt if we had a service till almost October. I'm saying we didn't hold any church service from August to almost October. Everything is meeting cancelled. Meeting cancelled. Meeting Cancel. In fact, let me tell you, some of these evil people, they are no more evil again. God has touched their heart through camp meeting. <laughs> so they will carry their bag like this. They are looking at me. They will carry their bag like this. They will be waiting for the update. So, Pastor, um, Pastor, so what, what's, what are we doing after? They will be waiting. Meeting. Cancel. Everybody will just go. <laughs> Everybody will go in home. So, in fact, some of them will have even been in their car. They will have been there, they will be waiting for the updates in the car. What did they say? What did they say? Meeting cancelled. They just kick off as I'm going. <laughs> so, any, after any special meeting, I, since that year, I told myself, I've got to be teaching what to do after. So, I called this. Interestingly, it's my pastor friend. We're just talking this afternoon, this evening. She, she gave this a title, and I, and I said, I'm going to use, I'm going to stay on the title. Uh, she, she was, we were just chatting, and I just said, okay, and she just said, how to stay with the flow. I, I think I like that title. Pastor Blessing, she just said, how to stay with the flow. So, it's going to be a very, very short exhortation, but it's something that would really help us to understand something generally in life, something generally in ministry. And, something, and I like what Favor was doing with us when she was leading us in prayer. She, 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 she started to stir us up again, remembering all the prophecies, remembering all the things that we received, and we're stirring ourselves back again to, to pray about them. Because I wrote something on my notes, and I wrote, the most vulnerable time in the life of a Christian is after a major victory. The most vulnerable time in the life of a Christian 
is after a major victory. And I'll share some personal experiences with you in this meeting, to this, uh, this evening. And I intentionally, interestingly, I, I, it was just about an hour ago, two hours ago, I just told them, let's stream this service live, just in case, because I, 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 looked, at, I looked at our the back end and I saw that quite a number of people picked up, um, followed us almost all throughout the sessions in camp meeting, a, a, quite a number of people. So, uh, and I just said, okay, I will have just want to teach just supernatural community people just this, but since they followed us through, let them also follow us with this one too. And we'll, we'll say bye-bye. <laughs> Amen. So, the most vulnerable time in the life of a Christian is after a major victory. After a major victory, that is when people let down their guard and that is when the enemy attacks. You know, there's just, I mean, if you, 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 you probably, when you were probably younger, you used to run a relay race. I mean, if you were involved in that. I used to be, too. I used to be, when I was in high school, I used to be um, one of the best runners in my high school. So, um, but there was something that I observed, and it's very key, is that, there's that anticipation when you are trying, before you start that race, there's that anticipation that, oh, I'm going to run. I'm going to run. You'll have started preparing yourself. In fact, your leg, you'll have been stretching. You'll have been getting ready. Then when you are done, there's just that. Actually, maybe if you won, and I used to win then, uh, if you just relax, like, wow. Okay, then you start eating and all of those things, and you just go. I don't know if you... I mean, if you have done something before, you probably stayed a long time fasting before. And then when you are done fasting, you just start eating, you start eating. After a couple of days, you just start eating. Then it, take, it took you like almost how many months to return back to fasting. And fasting has become a new thing entirely. I don't know if you have, exper have, have experienced that thing before. Oh, you probably too born again in this church. <laughs> I have experienced it before. I remember there was a time. I fasted and fasted for almost, I can't remember how long. And I said, let me break. Then I broke and, you know, there was, for almost one month, there was that anticipation of I'm still breaking. <laughs> there was that anticipation in my head of I'm still breaking. I'm still breaking this fast. So I kept eating and eating till I think somebody just declared a fast. And I found out that I suddenly struggled. Me that would go long, 1 p.m., my body was already shaking. Hey, that's an attack. Are you getting what I'm saying? So there's just that, there's that height. Oh, camp meeting is coming, camp meeting is coming, camp meeting is coming. Now, camp meeting has ended. You're like, okay, ah. Uh. Let's now continue life again. It's time to go and pick up all the Netflix shows. <laughs> all the Netflix shows that I've missed, you know. And if you read history very well, because I'm a, I'm a very good student of history, there's something that happened with um, the Roman civilization. And it's as though they fought all the wars, right? And they now let their guards down. 
they've conquered the world, they've had a lot of conquest with the world. Then, by the time they were done, they let their guard down, and that was when they were defeated. That's what happened with the Roman Empire. They were just, they just defeated them. So, the major, the most vulnerable time of your life is immediately after a major victory. How many of you, as a result of this camp meeting, it's as though your visions, you started seeing things clearly, like you were picking impressions more faster. How many of you? Okay. How many of you, you were able to give utterances more, like more better? Okay, cool. How many of you, your understanding of God's word just became, you were just more curious to understand God's word more? Okay, good. Now, that's not the time to end. That's actually when to begin. I remember there was a time I went for a meeting this was quite some years ago. And we prayed. We prayed in that meeting. In fact, in fact, it was a prayer meeting. So it was a long prayer meeting. So we prayed and all of those things. And after the meeting, I just went home. I went to sleep. I told myself, if, in fact, in the course of the meeting, I told myself, if I, if I see my prayer again for the next two weeks, with all the kind of prayer I prayed in this meeting, I said, if, they even, if anybody even says Shaba in my presence, I will block, I will shook by roll the person's head. <laughs> and I noticed something. And I, you know the funniest thing is, and me, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I intentionally, I did not pray for one week. And guess what? The next week I wanted to start praying, I started struggling. I just started struggling. Me that will one hour. What's one hour? What's three hours? What's six hours? But ordinary two hours, I was yawning. I was like, ah. And that's because we don't know what to do after a major victory. I just told you, this was an experience that happened with our ministry. I mean, many of you were there, were there that time it happened. This was quite some years ago. We finished a conference like this, a major conference like this, and the next thing we did is we could not hold the service again. It, like a Tuesday service like this, we just said, cancel. In fact, the evil people, they are no more evil again. They, then they were evil. They came to ask me after the meeting was ending, Pastor, do we still have a meeting? I said, no. They said, thank God. <laughs> You're laughing. You were part of the people that asked the question. I remember. You were part of the people that asked the question. <laughs> he said, you used to be having service on Tuesday. I said, no now. He said, thank you, Pastor. The favor came on Sunday. <laughs> I will mention names today. Ah, today all of you. You're in trouble. The favor came on Sunday. The favor was the chief ringleader. The favor came on Sunday. Are, we, are you sure we still didn't service this? this Meeting, she was with Abago. She now went to broadcast it to everybody. Meeting, cancelled. <laughs> that was how it started. Till we all backslid there for almost three months. No service. I'm not joking, no. Prayer, we did not pray. Study word, we did not have. We did not have church service for almost three months after a meeting. Everything, meeting, cancel. They are with their bag, they are just waiting for the affirmation. So the day, and I told them we have service, in church they were with their bag. 
And I said, meeting not cancelled. In fact, they had, in fact, the way they've had those meeting cancelled so well, they had meeting cancelled with not cancelled. They were even now going, I said, did you hear what I said? So we sat down, and men and brethren, these people started struggling to open the Bible. They were just angry with the word. They sat down, they were angry with the word. So I was teaching God's word, they were angry. They were just burning their face. They would open the scripture like, just. <laughs> The reason why I remember is because you did it. <laughs> you and Tony. <laughs> you and Tony. You did it. He was, was licking Pongila then. She was licking Lollipop. <laughs> I remember very well. That's how it. So that was how. Favors, in fact, Favor came late. Because Favor already thought he was meeting council that day. So they had to call Favor to come. <laughs> the call back to service, including so many other people that are not here today. <laughs> so, if you let your guard down, after a meeting like this, you'll say, ah, with the way I prayed in camp meeting, after every session, person will say, let's wait and pray. you say, ah, I'm not praying again. Ah, men and brethren, you will lose just everything you got. Everything you got, you will lose it. So anytime you have a major victory, there is a propensity to lose your guard. And I'll give you instances in scriptures. In 1 Samuel 16, 1 Samuel 17, the story of David, after David won Goliath, people came and started shouting his praise. David killed, um, um, saw killed, uh, <laughs> So who did, they said, so killed uh, 1,000. David killed 10,000. So they said, singing the praise of David. So David said, was swelling. From there, David started letting his guard down. After a major victory, and let me tell you, a king is supposed to go for war. But this one, he has, I mean, David has conquered, he has fought the wars. So he was trying to relax. In the process of his relaxation, that's where he saw Bathsheba. <laughs> that was where he started. You know, he was just looking around, browsing the internet. Camp meeting is ended. It's time to go back to Netflix and watch. That's where he saw Bathsheba. <laughs> that was where he saw Bathsheba. And another life started again. Just say, ah, get me this dancer. <laughs> so he was just relaxing. Camp meeting is ended, you know. Let's, ah. Uh, I mean, can't we just rest? And you know, Thanksgiving is next tomorrow. Everybody, is, some people are traveling. Some people have even traveled for Thanksgiving. That's why I had to stream this service. In case of those that have left camp meeting and immediately they booked the ticket. <laughs> I'll go back. You must be watching me now. <laughs> so, Thanksgiving. So, you don't be wondering, wow, let me just eat my turkey. Let me have a good time. And... You can easily miss out on little things like that. David won a lot of battles. It's just the same thing that happened with Jericho war. After they were done with fighting Jericho, they said, don't touch the spoil of the war. He can't came. He can't touch it. The same with Samson. The same with Gideon. It seems as though after those major victories, a lot of people don't seem to know what to do. Gideon, Samson, David. They, they seem to immediately let down their guard. So, every time there's a major 
victory, people always run into trouble when they are not careful. And I, and, I, and I told somebody one time, I think there was a conversation I had with somebody one time, I said, have you done a three days marathon before? I have done it. I said, have you done a three days marathon before? And I said, you could be so blessed. You will so, it will be like God's year was, it's like God's, like a loudspeaker of God was open to your ears. You'll be hearing things, your propensity for God's word will just be fresher, you know. And finish, just break your fast. You just discover you are so fleshly. Just break the fast. You just discover that you can easily dabble into anything that you have not, that you thought you could not dabble into. And you just be wondering, ah, but I just did three days fasting. I just heard God. I just studied the word. I just, you know, had a great time. <laughs> That's why you got to know how to stay with the flow. Hallelujah. Because you can't, the truth of the matter is, you can't have camp meeting. Some will say, camp meeting should not end. Eh? Me, I wanted it to end, though. <laughs> it's just like mission is possible. Somebody came to me. I think it was somebody that came to me. I said, can't we just continue the mission is possible? I said, do you know the money we are paying in this venue? <laughs> do you know the kind of prayer we were praying? Me, I need to rest. I said, it's now you that will take this and continue. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it now seems as though a whole lot of people don't know what to do after. You can't, you can't say all the days of your life now, you are going to be on the mountain praying. I don't seem to hear myself. What's wrong? Can you increase the sound for me? I don't, I don't seem to hear myself. It seems like I'm stressing my voice. <clears throat> so it seems like... No, you're not saying it seems like... <laughs> So it's, it's, it just seemed to us that. Hallelujah. I think it's much better. Okay. I think it's much better. Increase it a bit. A little bit more. Thank you. Okay. So now. So after a major victory, there is always, thank you, there is always a major thing we have to face. You and I can't keep having, committee cannot be 365 days in the year. That's the truth. It's not the old three to five days a day you want to fast and pray. Now you say you want to lock yourself up. No food, no water. Let me just stay three to five days in the year. In fact, it is your abuse that is your apartment complex that will come and break your door <laughs> and tell you it's not possible to do that because you've got to pay bills. So a Christian must be, must be careful how he manages victory or how he manages success. I, I haven't gotten into camp meeting yet. I'm still trying to touch your life. After you, after a major victory, maybe you just casted out a demon, opened a blind eye, you know, finished teaching, you know, you must be very careful and you must know how to manage success. So after a camp meeting like this, what do you do? That's a question. What do you do? Some people just say they want to go and sleep. They want to go and rest. For me, after I got meeting, I had exams, I had projects, I had theses to write. So I wasn't resting. In fact, in the course of camp meeting, I was still doing some of my theses, some of my projects. And I was ministering to you people, praying for you people. 
still doing everything. I'll, after I finish, I'll just pray a bit, go back over my notes, go back to my assignment. I wasn't sleeping much. Are you getting what I'm saying? Ask, you can ask the protocol guys, many a times before they leave my house, many a times it's 2 a.m. So, but some people that were not even involved, now the only thing is just, let's just do anything. They are, they are even still sleeping after committing sleep. <laughs> They've not prayed. They've not even opened the Bible since. They've not even studied the sermon. <laughs> no. Ah. Ah. You will easily lose all you got. No, you can't do that. Look at Leviticus 6, verse 8 to 13. Let's, let's start our study from there. Are we, are we learning something this evening? So it, it's just very vital. Uh, like I said, it's, I'm teaching this because of a personal experience that we had as a ministry a couple of years ago that we, we seem not to, we, we didn't know how to manage what happened after. Then it now looked like, let me tell you what now happened with us as a ministry. What we got in that, as a result of that conference, it now seemed like everything raptured. I won't lie to you. Some of you that were there will, will know. We now seem to have to kickstart the wheels again. But after a camp meeting like this, all of us are supposed to be much better. There were things when I was praying for this sermon this, this evening. There were things I want us to do. I want us to, before we leave today, I want us to flow with the Holy Ghost again. I want us to give our chances again. I want us to also pray again. Just as, just to steer ourselves up. Just for about five minutes, we're not going to stay long. Are you getting it? But just to remind ourselves that we can still do it. Are you getting what I'm saying? That this thing is still fresh on our lives. Are you getting me? Now look at it in Leviticus um, 6. Leviticus 6, verse 8 to 13. <clears throat> Leviticus 6, verse 8 to 13. Look at what it says. It says, And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his son, saying, This is the law of the burnt offering. It is the burnt offering because of the burning upon the altar all night. I, I really would love you to follow this reading. Unto the morning, and the fire of the altar shall be burning on it. And the priest shall put on his linear garment, and his linear breeches shall he put upon his flesh, and take upon the ashes which the fire had consumed with the burnt offering of the altar. And he shall put them beside the altar, and he shall put off his garment, and put on other garments, and carry forth the ashes upon without the camp unto the clean place. And the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it, and shall not be put out. Look at it, it says, The fire of the altar shall be burning in it, and shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning. And lay the burnt offerings in order of it, and it shall burn there of the fat of the peace offering. And the fire shall be burning upon the altar, and shall never go out. It says, the fire shall be burning upon the altar, and shall what? Shall never go out. Now, if you read the background of this story, the Israelites... Are the season where they offer burnt offerings, burnt sacrifices. They offered, so I'll give you a description of what they do. It's like saying, if you want to atone for your sins, you'll bring, 
you bring the goats, the offerings and everything, and let's say Thanksgiving like this, just, just an example, Thanksgiving like this that is every year, you bring it and you offer it, then that offering, you would, you would sacrifice it, right? And from the sacrificing it, you would keep the offering and it's an every year thing. But there was something that they had to say to them here. They said, the fire shall be burning upon the altar and it shall never go out. That is, that means the offerings we have come to offer must be on this altar continually. We shouldn't make it every year. It must be on this, offer, it must be on this altar continually and it shall never go out. What is an altar? An altar is a place, is a place where you offer sacrifice. This is not an altar. This is just a pulpit. Are you getting what I'm saying? We don't offer sacrifices here. Amen. So we have to understand what we are doing. This is not an altar. This is just a podium, a pulpit, a platform. So look at it in Romans 12. Look at it in Romans 12. Romans 12. Look at how the writers of the New Testament explain that. Look at Romans 12. <clears throat> Let's see for verse 1. He now says in verse 1, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies as a what? A living what? So now, where would they get the context of the sacrifices from? That would be from the Leviticus, the story of the sacrifices. Are you seeing it now? He says, Offer your body as a living sacrifice, as a living sacrifice, only an acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So Paul uses the example of the Old Testament as a sacrifice. So in the Old Testament, or in the Old Covenant, let me use the word Old Covenant. In the Old Covenant, sacrifices was presented on the altar. But in the New Testament, our bodies have now become that sacrifice. It has now been presented as a living sacrifice. So, we will continually present ourselves as a living sacrifices to God every day. And don't forget, what did the writer of Leviticus say? That sacrifices on the altar must continually burn, right? The fire of it must never go out. So, can we say, we now, as the living sacrifice, our fire must never go down. Can we say that? Let me see your head if you understand it to that point. Okay, cool. So, can we say now that as a living sacrifice to God, our fire must never go down? Can we say that? So, that means our spiritual act of worship must be presented to God all the time. So, there must never be a time we will let that fire out. So, our act of worship must continually be on fire. What are the actions of our worship? What are the actions of our worship? The actions of our, our praise, our praying, our devotion and study to God's word, our continually burning for the things of the spirit. We must not take a break from it. I don't know if you're understanding me now. We must not take a break from it. So when Paul will use those statements and say, earnestly covet the things of the Spirit. When Paul will say, you should burn 
When Paul will write and say, desire earnestly, and it seems like those connotations has a connotation of fire. You are seeing where he's bringing them from. Because you must continually want it. You must continually not let the fire go down. So we don't take a break from spiritual things. We don't. We don't relent on spiritual things. We don't. No, we don't. Tell your neighbor, say, you don't take a break. You're not, you're, I'm not, you're not sounding like a mini. From spiritual things. Tell your neighbor, say, you don't take a break. From spiritual things. Good. So you must not take a break. They must be continually burning. So like we said, unguarded hours are the enemy's best hours. Many people don't understand this. After a mighty and a great success, emotions are being let down. Your guards are being let down. So many a times, we think that Satan is waiting for us in the place of difficulty. Yes, he is, because he never gives up. But many a times, he's waiting for you after that major success. He's waiting for you to let your guard down. He's waiting for your emotions to be on the... He's waiting for you to say, wow, time for Netflix movie. Time for... Time for more TikTok. <laughs> Some people... They stayed away from social media before camp meeting. Now they picked it up. They are now seeing so many. So we must keep our managed victories. So now, this is how I say it. And I wrote this down. What brought you to this height must not go down. The kind of praying you were praying before camp meeting, it must not go down. And I thank God that our midweek service was Tuesday, is Tuesday. So we just finished the, just the day before yesterday. So that if you want to quickly backslide, we have shocked every backsliding. <laughs> Interesting, that's why I had to put this recording out. So that before you, before you quickly backslide before Sunday, you know, especially this week that is Thanksgiving. We are going to celebrate Thanksgiving, though. I mean, as a church, after, I'm going to give you an announcement. We're going to have a good time. But we must still be fresh. Are you getting what I'm saying? We mustn't lose. See, okay, let me let me tell you, let me let me let me tell you, let me tell you how you must be as a Christian. I'm somebody that I'm very involved with the word sphere. I mean, when I mean the word sphere, I'm I'm quite very active. Social media, um, research. Um, in fact. I was having to, I was, I was, I was doing, I was doing a study um, yesterday in the midnight around, around 1 or 2 a.m. And I was just researching something. I was touching, I was looking at a particular, a, a particular somebody and I was just so interested in the person. And I was just hearing the person speak. Uh, and I said, ah, this man is actually very senseless. He just has money. I was so curious. I was just so curious, so curious, so curious to know, okay, let me hear this guy speak. And I just stayed on it for just two hours. And you know, man is a pro of influence. I just told myself, in fact, when I was watching that thing, I just told myself, if I stay long watching this guy, I'll be so influenced with his senselessness. Are you getting what I'm saying? And I was just so curious to want to know what it's all about. 
Now, but that does not mean. See, you can be so, especially in this kind of America that we live in today, where we don't have the luxury of, I mean, time is a major factor. In fact, I remember many years ago, thank God that culture is changing in Supernatural Community Church. But many years ago, when I used to pastor in another church then, many people will come for a midweek service like this and be looking at time. Because they have to sleep for work tomorrow. Are you getting what I'm saying? So we live in that world where time is of a major aspect. You are engaged. Many of you have gone to work today. You've talked to so many people. You've, in fact, from Sunday nights, you've, you've gotten back to, hey, Alpha, hey, what are things we missed? Okay, the business, oh, what's up, you know? And everybody is back to track. But that must not mean that your fire will go out. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you, are, are you getting what I'm saying? You must still be on the edge. Now, look at something now. Many of you just came for Tuesday service. Now, we ask you a question. The same, and, and people said something, which was leading us in prayer. She said, and I will ask you a question. The same attitude you brought to camp meeting, that you want to receive, oh, ha, my life must be blessed. Did you bring that same attitude to this Tuesday service? See, now everybody's bound their heads, now everybody's already, I stroll. Did you bring that same attitude of, oh, I still want to receive in this Tuesday service? If that's not the attitude you brought here, something, your fire is going down. Let me see your end if I, if, I, if I get what I'm saying. You see now, everyone is quiet. Because it seems like everybody came to Tuesday service with the normal Tuesday service. Pastor will share story. Pastor will first, <laughs> Pastor will first give one more exhortation before the teaching. But do you know, if you did not come that hungry, your fire is going down. Whatever you did before that meeting, Whatever you did in the course of the meeting, you must still continue it. You know, in the course of the meeting, many of you were praying in tongues under your breath as you are hearing the word. Many of you were expected out to receive. Are you praying in tongues under your breath now? Everybody is looking at me like, <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? So that fire must never go down. What a special meeting does is to help you. And I, I wanted to teach something before this camp meeting. I, I probably will teach it next year before camp meeting next year. What is special about a special meeting? Why do we have a special meeting? You know, that's a big question we should ask ourselves. Why is a special meeting? Why, why is a special meeting different from a regular Sunday service or a regular Tuesday service, why is it different? Somebody will say, do you know that the only reason why it's different is the kind of preparation we make towards it? How many of you know? We'll fast, we start having extended love prayers, we start training everybody, preparing everybody. Having... Do you know that? If you go with that same mind and say, and with that same personal preparation, I say, this Tuesday service is another special. And you see every Sunday service, 
every Tuesday service, every Friday prayer meeting, every cell meeting service, and you see it as a special service for you, do you know that you will maximize the benefit of it? I remember I was in Lagos, I think last year, or, and me and my friend, we told ourselves, me and Troy, we, we, we told ourselves, we said, this morning service, we want pastor to lay hands on us. And it was a Sunday service. I mean, and we just, what we did was, and we woke up as early as 4, 5 a.m. And I personally, I don't know about, but me personally, I woke up as early as 4, 5 a.m. And I just started praying. And I just started praying. I just started seeing the service as a special one. I switched my mind. I listened to, the, to a sermon that would make me see the service as a special service. I just switched my mind. And I started using my words. And I positioned myself. I mean, it's a very large congregation. I don't position myself to. I went to service very early just so I can sit in front. And in the course of the service, pastor just came to me and just, you know, laid hands on me. Interestingly, she sat down beside me, and I'm sure uh, it's because of my sitting down beside me that they lay down. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? And it just seemed like just two of us in that room, they lay down or not, and the pastor went back. And I told myself, wow. So imagine I see every service like that, so spectacular like that, I can receive. You know, this I think. As far as the man is a man of God, he's not a man of the devil. There's nothing I can't use prayer to get from him. I don't even get what I'm saying. That's how I think. As far as he's a man of God, uh -uh. God speaks to him. He's receptive to God. As far as he will need that and pray, or he will stand up and pray, or he will do anything, God will talk to him. That, I don't know of how you think. That's how I think. Anytime I'm going for a meeting, I remember the meeting I was telling you, I was sharing the story with you in camp meeting that I went for in, in Colorado in, in, in August. And I just told myself, ah, as far as this man is a man of God, there's something that he will say that will help my ministry. And I found out that a lot of pastors too were there in that meeting and we were all receiving. Interestingly, as he got on the pulpit, he just said, this is what he said. He said, it was an healing meeting and he just said, we're going to have a thousand, an hundred percent healing in this camp meeting. And he does say something. I said, not, no, not in this, he said in this conference. I just said, he's going to replicate all throughout everybody that is here. And I just said, wow, that's why I came here. Are you getting what I'm saying? I just told myself, I just told myself, and I, and I saw him personally. How interesting, I was like, ah, pray for my ministry, pray for this. And he just said, well, uh, he said, you got everything now. If interestingly, I was disappointed with that. I was expecting somebody to just say, in the name of Jesus, to pray. But, I know, interestingly, one, one thing is, I pay attention to words. I, I, I'm, I'm, actually words that men of God speak. I am very, very sensitive to it. When I know that this person is a man of God, whatever he says, and, and it's somebody I respect, too, I, I, I pay close attention. I just, oh, wow. So when I, when I heard what he said, he said, you know, you got everything. You know, he, he told me, he said, you know, I don't really have to pray for you. He said, you got everything. You just have to. And he just said certain things and he just said, don't worry, you can go. Ah, I was so disappointed. The first thing that came to my mind was disappointment. Like, ah, 
Do you know the kind of journey I came here to? And now I'm seeing you. And all you are telling me is I've got everything. If I've got everything, why do I have to travel down? <laughs> but as I now, in retrospect, I now sat down. As I remember I got to my hotel room that day. And I now sat down and I started thinking about that word. And I, and I, I interestingly, I just wrote it down. And I just looked over it again and I said, well, this was one of the things that the Lord told me earlier the year. Some of the things he just said. And it was just a, a one-minute conversation. It was like an after-service where you are just seeing the pastor and the person just say, you know, you got to, because a whole lot of people wants to see him. And I also noticed that, ah, this exact thing was the same thing that God told me about. So that means, if we can switch our minds and see every Sunday service, every Tuesday service, as a meeting where God will talk about our need. Let me, let me ask you a question. How many of you have, you have come to a, let, let's use a Tuesday service because this is a Tuesday service. How many of you have come to a Tuesday service like this and have had to talk, maybe not, not a prophecy, just even just via my exhortation or just via my teaching, I've had to address a situation you were going through. Let me see your hands. If, if, you have, if that has happened to you, okay, now. So that means, do you know that it can get better if you switch your mind and see it as, I want to receive strongly in this meeting. I don't know if you are following me to this point. Because whatever we did before camp meeting, whatever we did in camp meeting, we must not let the fire down. It transcends into a Tuesday service like this. And I'm so thankful that our midweek service is on Tuesday. So that way, we've not had so much time <laughs> to return back to the world. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's a custom I do after a special meeting. I'm not going to tell you. There's just something I do. I'll tell you probably in some years to come. This is what I do, just to keep myself back on track. Now, see, immediately after a special I switch my mind. That one is gone. Personally, sometimes I don't like watching the video again. Or listening to this, I just see that it's gone up to the next service. In my own head now, what I will teach on Sunday, what I will teach on Saturday, what I will teach next year, January, is what is on my mind. I've gone. My mind is now, let's move on. I've got to be on fire. I've got to, I've got lives to reach. I want to make sure that I'm much better than camp meeting. That's why you will never see. Uh, thank God, those of you that have been here over the years, and you can say it, there is, every meeting seems to be better than the other meeting. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Every meeting seems to keep getting better. Because in my own head, I switch off. I'm not going to keep wallowing in the glory of, oh, wow, thousands of people watched us. Oh, people came. Oh, wow, we have mighty move of the spirit. <laughs> that, that's gone in, in my own mind. My own is this Tuesday service. Which life is available to be changed? I started in my mind, I've started continuing my sermon. You know, where I stopped now on who you are, I've started telling myself, okay, I'm going to pick it up from here, most probably in January. I'm going to continue that sermon and I start explaining it in answering perplexing questions. In January, we start asking questions on, okay, can a believer be this? Can be? I've started putting those things down. Because you just have to, you have to keep the fire burning. You can't enter into a relapse. 
There's something that medical science says, I think the, what they call, is it anesthesia, right? A state of, is it anesthesia? Huh? Amnesia. Amnesia. What does it mean? What does it mean? No, that's not what I, that's not the one I'm saying. No. I'm saying the one of when you enter into a relapse, not lose your memory. Amnesia is lose your memory. Anesthesia. Is it that one? Redrawal, is it? Ah. It's called relapse. What was what's the medical science for it? Redrawal. You see, you, those of you that studied causes of the devil, look at the confusion. Those of you that studied causes of the devil, see the confusion that is going on now. As if you have gone plain and studied, you know, studied the world. You know? <laughs> when you are redrawing, so it's redrawer. Okay. That's what I was saying. Withdrawer. See, see the whole confusion. See, well, but let's go to Bible. Whatever it is, you will know. See the whole confusion that just happened now. So many a times, like I said, we must learn to keep and manage the victories that we have had. So what brought you to this height? You must not stop. I expect that after camp meeting, you're already telling yourself, I want to pray. I'm going to pray for this amount of hours. I'm, going to, I'm not going to stop fasting. I'm going to, um, you know, study the word. If I were you, I would go back to the sermons and I would go and start hearing it again. Like I told you, you don't, don't think you heard everything. It's a lie. It's a big lie. These are times to go back to your notes and read it again. You go back again. And that way you have more questions. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not, see... It's not wrong to have questions. So you, you should, in fact, except you are a zombie, you should even have questions. Not with this kind of teachings we are teaching. Are you getting what I'm saying? You, sh you should have questions. That's why, I, if you notice the way I started on Wednesday night, I started the, I started the community with questions. Why am I not a goat? <laughs> what a question. <laughs> we started the community with a question. Who do men say that I am? You must have questions. But it's as a result of what you have fed on a lot that will bridge the questions. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So why, why am I teaching this this evening? And I'm not going to stay too long, honestly. I just want us to pray a bit and just stir ourselves up and we'll be good to go. Amen. I'm, my, my call is to get... I, I know that it's not too late, so, but it's just to get our attention back. Don't over go and sleep. Don't over. I'm not saying you should now. You should not watch TV or you should not watch Netflix, but don't over go and do it and say she be afraid. 
Don't be like me years ago who finished from a prayer meeting and I said I will not pray <laughs> for the next two weeks. I'm not joking, no. I finished from a prayer meeting because we, we, I almost died in the prayer meeting. I told myself, never. If, if anybody asked me to pray again. <laughs> I told myself, and I now found out that I was struggling. And you know, many a times, what returns you back to the prayer is problem. <laughs> it was a problem that returned me back to prayer. <laughs> if there's any experience that, that, that I feel like God used to teach me, let's say, you know that thing of, there's something I want to teach someday. And I'm going to, intentionally, I'm going to title it the dealings of God. You know that thing that you used to say when you are younger, God is just dealing with me. Oh, you've said that thing before. I, I can't wait to teach it. Maybe next year we'll have a Bible seminar on it. <laughs> and you see, the dealings of God. Like, God is just dealing with me. You know, I was just in my room and God was dealing with me about this thing. Or what person I did. So, let me tell you, now, now just don't, don't take me, just, just for a face of still attaching myself to that phrase. So, we will study it properly. So, there's something that used to happen to me. In my younger days, and I found out that it started showing up itself more recently, such that when maybe when I'm struggling to pray, or maybe I'm praying, no, but you know, you're not putting all your attention in the prayer. I don't know if you you are praying, but your whole mind is not there. Just pray so that you just say, I pray today. Also, I just have some report. <laughs> so that I just say, Oh, 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 what you are eating, what you eat, what you have gone, you have thought about every, you have thought about the whole week. And you have said, uh, you have cooked the food, you have bought, if I have, if I, you even brought your phone, you check the recipe online, you say, wow. If I, the smoke of the food online smells inside your nose, and you are telling yourself, you got. Yeah. So, that, that kind of prayer, so if I stay on that kind of prayer for too long, an issue will just happen. I, I, I feel like it's the way God deals with me. <laughs> Something small will just happen. Ah, I'll just say, yeah, yeah, I fell, I fell trapped again. Something small will just happen. I'll just start doing VG. <laughs> that's the night I'll say, rah, 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 rah. that's when I'll start praying. The whole, <laughs> I mean, you know, if you are living in an apartment, you can't pray so you do not gonna call 911 on you and we give you quick notice. That's when me and Winter, I'll just jacket myself up, tilly jacket. Oh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> I don't like to fall into that trap again. So anytime, anytime one day, two days, three days, I'm doing that kind of prayer. Ha. I start telling myself, hmm, bro. Bro, before an experience teach you a lesson, return back. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm being honest with you. It's not every day you want to do shower. It's not every day. There are some days you want to do. Hey, hey, hey. Ah, so you just say, ah, pray it up. Thank God, I'll pray. Let me quickly return back to the movie I'm watching. I remember when I was much younger. I would watch. I remember during pandemic. I, I told you the story. That was when I stumbled. 
And just the pandemic period, I was, I, I mean, I took the whole of pandemic. Pandemic for me wasn't a bad time. It was much of prayer for me. Because I mean, I wasn't teaching, I wasn't, I was teaching. I, oh, yes, ah, that was when I taught the most. Some of you remember. In fact, we didn't do pandemic for long. We pandemic ourselves for three weeks or four weeks. Three weeks. And we returned back. Because I noticed that I was teaching, and some people were using me to fry stew. <laughs> we have a prayer meeting, and we were using prayer meeting. They would just put this, they would just mute their mic, and they would do shh. So when they now say, in Jesus' name, they would now say, amen. And shh. One, uh, I said, brethren, let's return back to church. <laughs> At least they did not say we should not gather. They said we should not just gather in large numbers. <laughs> so <laughs> we just reworked our own gathering. Amen. So me, I was still teaching, but I was praying. But I now found out. One week, I stumbled on how to get away with murder. Ah, and I loved it. I mean, this was pandemic. I loved, I mean, I, I, one of my few that I'm seriously got to still study is law. I love anything law. Oh my God, it intrigues me. I like it when people are debating, arguing. I just like intelligent conversations. It makes me, ah, it chews, it's like the glory of God is all over me. So it just chews me it's because I just like when people are very intelligent and they're just talking. And it, it, I, I trust God, I will still, I will still, I will, that law school, I, will, I trust God someday, you know? And because I ran away from it, so I'm still trusting God. <laughs> So as I, as I watched that show, from the first, from the first season like this, I couldn't drop it. I couldn't drop it. And you notice that America is terrible. There's 24, 24 hours light. So there's nothing that can make you leave it. Or like when I was much younger, when I was in Lagos, when I was in Akure then, in Odo State, there was a movie, there was a Korean movie that me and Favor watched, The Moon That Embraces the Sun. We wanted to finish, we wanted to watch it by all means. It was light that told us, go and, go and pray. <laughs> it was when they took the light that we told us, okay, let's go and pray. <laughs> let's go and sleep. But this one, you have it in abundance. The only thing that can stop, nothing can, in fact, if anything stop it, as far as you are playing your life, you can sue them. That why did you not give me my electricity back? I you guess what I'm saying? So that was how I started watching it. I started watching this thing. I didn't drop it. Ha! So I will now stop it. I say, hey, let me quickly go and pray. So indeed, let me quickly go and pray. I'm praying. Oh. Ah, bro. Yeah. In my head, I'm saying, ah, what will Alice Kitty do? I'm analyzing the movie in my head as I was praying. And I was analyzing it in my head. And I was just saying, ah, ah. The, because the suspense was too much. As you're about to say, let me stop this episode. They will show you something that will make you go to the next one. So they didn't plan your Christian life. <laughs> they didn't plan your Christian life with the, with the show. One thing I've discovered about um, drama, I, I remember when I used to still write a lot of drama and scripts. I, I, I think I should return back to all these things. I, 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 I really relapsed too. I used to write dramas and all these script things. I used to do them more. I need to go back to them. So, it's true. This is what you see when you stop doing something for too long. It now be looking like it now be looking like it's a it's a task. This is something that you, I used to. I would just wake up in the morning. I would just be writing even poetry, poem. I would just. I used to have a poetry log. 
poem, I'll just write them. Just be writing, writing. I can't even remember last I did that. I need to return. Oh. Ah. This one is you be praying for your pastor. <laughs> you know, now look at something. I found out something that either you are writing, you must write to a point that and me, I pay when I'm when I'm watching a movie, I'm not just watching, I'm watching for the mistakes. That's how I watch. I am not just watching to, for the entertainment. It was only that I had to get away with murder. The first, my first watching, that I was lost in the watching. <laughs> Except I want to tell myself this is just entertainment. But when I'm watching, I am watching for the plot writing. How did they write this? What was on the back of the writer? That's that's how I write. That's how I that's how I watch movies. Ah, what made the writer? sit back to write this. So many a times, if I can't find the answer, I go and do research. I start going to, who is the author? Who wrote this script? What, what was he thinking? So I try to start watching interviews. Okay, let me know what was the mind. That's why I like Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes is the one that, that I have not watched Grey Anatomy. I, I just can't see that. Like what, if they are saying the 20th season wants to come out, so I will not sit down and watch 20th season and lose my ministry. I don't have that time. You know, I don't have that time. But I'm so intrigued with anything Shonda Rhimes released, just like this Bridget thing, all of those things. Because I, and she's the one that wrote this How to Get Away with Mother. So I've always been intrigued with her writing. In fact, I wanted to join a master class some years ago. I mean, before she ever even released, um, when she started writing this um, How to Get Away with Mother. So I, I, I was so intrigued. Like, what, what, did she, what did she think? So I now found that I now had to do digging, digging, digging. And I was able to find out more. And so that, that even made me love it more. So in course of, so in course of prayer, I was still pressing my phone and doing research. Ah, ah, eh, wow. Until one issue now happened. <laughs> That's when my prayer life rekindled. See that? In fact, I couldn't finish the how to get away water in the pandemic. You know when issue grip you? And you forget that there's anything called entertainment. It was after the pandemic I watched the last season. That's when I remember that, oh, I have a shoulder. <laughs> I have not watched. I you get what I'm saying. So why am I saying all of this? Eh? I'm saying those things because you need to understand how that after a major victory is not time to relapse. Mm -mm. That's not that's not the time to say she be have prayed. I'm already seeing things in the spirit. If you don't continue in them, you are going to lose them. <coughs> There's something my pastor said, and that thing that thing shook me and made me more serious and commitment. He said, "There's nothing like experts in spiritual things. They are just men who have a continuous practice of doing the same thing over and over again." So when you see a man flow with the gifts of healing so much, it's not as if he's an expert. He's just, he just know how to, he just know how to keep the fire burning. Let me use that word. Let me paraphrase it. When you see somebody flow with utterances, prophecy, or his teaching ministry is so strong, he has just learned to keep the fire burning. That is it. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it's not as if, it's not as if there's something called the expert that, ah, and you know, there's a way we look at people. We say, ah, this man, ah, he's so graced, he's so anointed, he's so everything. Yes, they are graced, they are anointed. 
But let me tell you, there's a discipline routine behind it. There's something they don't stop doing. Are you, are, are you getting what I'm saying? That is it. So, don't let the success syndrome drown you. Tell your neighbor, so don't let the success syndrome drown you. So, some people now, they've not seen a revelation since Sunday. <laughs> In fact, can't meet here for them on Saturday. They've not seen any vision. They've not even prayed in tongues. All they are praying in tongues is, ah, oh, oh, oh. And they are TikTok-y. They are just screwing. They are just crazy. Ah, oh. They will not laugh when the TikTok video is funny. And continue. And continue the prayer. <laughs> but before come meeting, Ah, the bodies you were cashing. <laughs> no, are you getting what I'm saying? You must keep the glow. Tell your neighbor, say keep the glow. So I will give you four things. Or oh, let's see. I wrote five things here, but I will, I will keep. I will, I will share four. Or oh, let's see if I will share the five. Let me tell you one of the things to continue doing. Number one, continue in prayer. Colossians 4 verse 2, continue in prayer. Be standing. You know these things I'm saying, they are very simple. They are just for you to continue. Colossians 4 2, be standing in prayer. Continue praying. So that, he says, just continue in prayer. So prayer is an act of our worship. Prayer is how we keep the fire on our altar burning. Romans 12 12, be instant in prayer. 1 Thessalonians 5 17, pray without ceasing. Do you notice something about prayer? There was never an end to prayer. How many of you noticed that there's, there's something in scripture that happens? There is nothing like we are finished praying. How many of us have it? It is always <laughs> keep going. Are you getting what I'm saying? If there's any time I did not expect Jesus to pray, it's the, it's the garden of it's the my, um, um, Gethsemane. I mean, you're about to finish. You're supposed to be resting for the king they're about to flog you. But that's when he seemed to pray the most. And he prayed so much that the Bible says his sweat was like blood. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that means there is no end to prayer. We continued praying. So keep yourself praying. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't stop. Interestingly, if I were you, I would do videos. I'll just say myself and say, maybe before the end of this week, maybe before next week, I'll make sure that I've hit this certain target of ours in praying. There are things I told myself after this camp meeting, before, the, before, before I started preparing for camp meeting, there are things I told myself immediately after camp meeting, this is what I'm going to do. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because you've got to keep the fire burning. You know, I, you know I'm now sharing the mistakes we, we made Quite some years ago, where was the meeting cancelled? Are you getting what I'm saying? You know, after this camp meeting now, the unsmartest thing for us to do is to say, brethren, because this week is mission is possible, let's go on a break. This week is Thanksgiving, sorry. Why am I saying mission is possible? You see, that's what is on my mind now. That's the truth. That's the next, and mission is possible is still May, June. That's what is on my mind now. Now, maybe saying it's like ultras. 
that's what is on my mind now. Because I'm, I want to invite a minister for us. That will be the first time I'm inviting somebody to share a pulpit with us. Hallelujah. The, because that's what is on my mind. And we have to keep the fire burning. We just have to keep the fire burning. You keep praying. That's number one. We continue in prayer. Number two, you continue in the devotion to the word. You continue in devotion to the, to the word. <clears throat> There's something in fixes. Those of you that are physics students, a love and in inertia of in, 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 inertia, right? Okay. Where it says a greater force is applied to get something done than ah, me that I'm not even a physics student. I'm not I hate anything science. I hate it. It's too stressful for my life. In fact, I've told you the story before. The reason why I ran away from science class was because of my physics teacher. He would just come to class. Mr. Akong, I, I, in fact, please, hope this, hope this is showing me. Wherever he is, you should hear it. That is one of the reasons that, that made me run away. He would just come to class and he just look at the back. And because we used to sit there at the back, he just look at the back. You, 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 stand up. Come and solve the equation on the board. Ha! You that you played game all through the night. All through the night. Or you probably watched a movie. There was a day I watched a movie till about to 6 a.m. And it's 6 a.m. that my mother used to wake up. And my mother used to wake up with one word. Baba ni Uruko Jesu. That means father in the name of Jesus. Once you hear that, just know my mother is awake. So I did not know. I was watching the movie. Interestingly, that movie... It was on African Magic years ago. I mean, this was when African Magic was African Magic. When they used to do part one, part two, part three, part four. This was many years ago. He chased that movie. It's America. I came to finish it. Because I went to look for it in YouTube the very year I got to America. That, uh, that movie since high school. I have not finished this thing. Because if my mother wake up and catch me, that I watch movie all night, I will go to school that day. My mother will homeschool me. She would, she would say, <laughs> she would say the mother that says, his child will not sleep. He too will not see sleep. That's what that's a proverb she used to say. Say, she would say to Yoruba, Omotoniki Aomasu, Ongo, Nifojubo. The mother that says, his child will not sleep. He too will not see sleep. So see, the child himself will not see sleep too. So she would tell me, sit down there, and she will flog me. And she too will not go to work. She will both be jobless today. <laughs> Ah, my mother. <laughs> Hopefully she's not watching this thing again. <laughs> she's watching it, mommy, sorry. <laughs> if she says that proverb like this, don't know you are finished. The mother that says right will not see sleep. He too will not see sleep. That's how she will just... The next thing is she will just bang her hand or something. <laughs> and you are in trouble. <laughs> you know. So... Uh, that day, you don't call us. Stand up. Ah, that's when me and my friends, we all decided. We rebelled. It was like a rebellion of Genesis 3. We rebelled. We are not going to Is this the man we are going to go and meet the science class? Never. Ah, I started liking government straight. I didn't like literature. Me, I didn't like to read novels. I, I love it by force. Because you can't fail. You, don't, you can't afford to fail. <laughs> I had to start liking it by force. And before, I wanted to be a scientist because I just like experiments. I've said this for the first time. I don't be a scientist. I wanted to, I just like all these experiments, all these, you know, wearing lab coats. And there are some seniors then, they always they used to wear lab coats. They don't wear white. <laughs> Nothing is going on, no, they don't wear white. 
So I just liked it as a guy that, ah, me too, I want to be wearing lab coats. <laughs> so that means I can be feeling like I know book and I don't know anything. <laughs> they don't wear lab coats. So me too, that was what is on my mind. I want to be a scientist. I, in fact, ah. So that's how I stopped, though. Ah, when I saw that Mr. Acorn want to kill us, and the eye will he flog you, touch your toe. He said, if you touch it, if you decide to do like this, he will start again. So he will do like this. Touch your toe, he will jump up. Go, you know, go. That's when we learn how to rejoice. Ah. Hallelujah. So... You must continue your devotion to the world. So that's love and you are a physicist student. So that love inertia, it says a greater force is applied to get something done than applied when it is. <laughs> do, you, do you know the law? You don't even know it. <laughs> no physicist student in the house. None of you like physics. You don't like physics. You, 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 you like more biology. You are a physics student now, Sister Roque. Are you not an engineer? Ah, you don't remember that one. <laughs> you just use it to cram. I'm, you are now making the money. A whole engineer. <laughs> no, this one, is, this one is medical science. This one is medical. Bro, go do it. You should be a physics student now. You know uh, are you not eh? State of rest. Constant motion. But something you apply to get something before the rest comes, right? Is it that? Is it is it eh? Ah, I tried. So you have to be deliberate with what you are doing. Tell your neighbor, say you have to be deliberate with what you are doing. No, I'm not hearing you. You have to be deliberate with what you are doing. You have to be deliberate. So you get yourself back to work. Are you getting what I'm saying? The messages, I'm sure they're going to come out on SoundCloud latest this week. We're going to put them out. We're going to, the videos are still there for you to watch. You know, studies that are there, a lot of sermons, you pick them up. You start listening. You start studying. You start transcribing. You take your notes. You read them. You go over it again. You continue in the devotion to the world. There are things that I've started studying. Things that I, I will not teach you in the next five years. I've started studying it today. Are you guessing what I'm saying? Because you just have to keep going. Quench not another one. Number three, quench not the spirit. First Thessalonians 5 verse 17. First Thessalonians 5 verse 19. Don't let the gifts of the spirit stop working. It's, the gifts of the spirit is not only for camp meeting. It's not only for what somebody says. Let's just, what do you see? Let's just stop it all. I see, I saw. And as I just, as you just went in the trickles and the trickles. no. Don't let it stop working. Are you getting what I'm saying? Intentionally engage a conversation with somebody and deliberately. You don't have to. Let me tell you something. L look at me, everybody. You can engage a conversation with somebody and you can intelligently, by the help of the Holy Ghost, tell the person his problem without going in tongues. Are you getting what I'm saying? You just see and you just know. You just say, ah, ah, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm this is what... You don't even have to tell him this is what I'm seeing. You are just talking. The person will just be scared. <laughs> I you get what I'm saying? Keep it working. Don't stop seeing vision. Vision is not for Holy Ghost meetings alone. Vision is not for camp meeting alone. 
Let that things that you have received, the sensitivities of the spirit that you have received in camp meeting, let it continue working. That's why Paul will tell Timothy. That's why Paul will write to the church of Corinth. Don't neglect the things of the spirit. Neglect not. Forsake not. Covet. Are you seeing it? He keep giving those instructions. So the things of the spirit are not for celebrating purposes. They're not for you to be saying glory. No. Now let that glory continue. With your friends, your family, your job, your, your cell meetings. That's why Paul writes to Timothy, 1 Timothy 1 verse 6, stir up the gifts of God, which is given to thee. He says you should stir it up. So don't allow it to stop. Keep it going. Tell your neighbor, say keep it glowing. Keep it glowing. So you know we said how to what? How to stay with the flow. That's what, we, that's what we're titling this. How to stay with the flow. So this is how to stay with it. Number four. You must always know how to receive in a gadget. Don't because, and I was saying it earlier, don't because, come meeting has ended now, your sense of receiving has stopped. You're no more on the edge again. No, you can still be on the edge. Don't because it is no more camp meeting, your prayer meeting. Maybe prayer meeting, your cell meeting, prayer meeting on Friday, you're just looking at it. Oh. So, and as the person, is, as the leader, in fact, even the leader of the opening prayer, he's, he's leading prayer, but he's thinking of, okay, I'll wear this to work tomorrow. How we, you know, no. Let that same attitude go. Are you getting what I'm saying? So don't yield to the flesh in your mind. Let that same power in come Do you know that? The song I heard, and that thing blessed me. Do you know? The same power, the same cloud of glory, the same abilities, the same workings of the spirit that was in camp meeting. Okay, let's say that was in the night sessions of camp meeting. Let's use that one. Do you know it's available now? Do you know the difference? Our mindset is not in tune because there's no background light. <laughs> because we are not in a bigger hall. Are you getting what I'm saying? So let's don't don't switch your mind in the flesh quickly. Stay in the spirit. Tell your neighbor, say stay in the spirit. So you are praying in tongues, you are using your words, you know. You are using your words to maintain the consciousness that you are in the heart of God. So, also, I'll say this one as the fifth one. So, before we get there. So, number one, we said what? Continue in prayer. Because, so, we, do you notice what we did? Remember Romans 12, it says, present your body as a living sacrifice, right? That the fire must not go down the altar, right? That is my body, myself now. I'm now a living sacrifice. And what are these tools of worship? Tools of sacrifice, prayer, worship the word. Are you seeing it? Thanksgiving, um, the gifts of the spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are tools like that. Are you getting what I'm saying? So we stay in prayer, right? Tell your neighbor, we stay in prayer. We stay in prayer. We stay in prayer. We don't stop praying. We don't stop. We continue in the devotion to the word. We quench not the spirit. We also know how to receive when we gather. That is, we don't yield to the flesh. Tell your neighbor, say, we don't yield to the flesh. We don't yield to the flesh. And let me put this as maybe the number five. We continue to participate in the fellowship of the brethren. 
We don't say, oh, we stop coming. No, we continue to participate in the fellowship of the brethren. You know, these things, you have to be deliberate about them. Remember I told you, there are no experts. What we call experts are just men who are what? Who, are, who seem to keep the fire burning. Let me tell you, the preacher you watch on TV today and you say, wow, he's heavily gifted, he's heavily this. The difference between you and him is just because he has a discipline routine than you. There's, there's the grace of God, though, which we can't take away. Are you getting what I'm saying? But the difference between you and him is because he knows what to do that you don't know. That's all. That's all. So there are no experts. They are just men who desire to keep the fire burning. And that's why we, I had to show you scriptures. We looked at David. He was caught in the web. He finished a camp meeting like this and started browsing. And from the browsing, he caught Bathsheba. Look at Samson. Delilah. Look at um, even Akan's story. Are you, are, you, are, you following, are you following what I'm saying? That was, it was this thing that they saw that Peter had to say it in Nazis. Hey, we will not leave the word of God at our table. We never, 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 never. <laughs> we will continually to give ourselves. You see, they've had experience. We will continually to give ourselves to the ministry of the word and prayer. They've already learned. So we must continually participate with the fellowship of the brethren. Because in First Peter 5, 8, it says, the devil, even your adversary, is roaming about seeking whom he may devour. So take the fellowship of the believers seriously. Because the devil is not resting. You should know that. I told you that as we, you know, in the last session as we go, the devil is not resting. Are you getting what I'm saying? But don't give him, don't now make him have more work to do with you. You know, there's a scripture we, we, we said in, um, I, think, well, I think it was when we were doing our faith confession was, when the enemies comes to sow thirst, when men slept, the people that received the word of God on stony ground and all of those things. So these are times to keep pleasure on the, on the loop and stay active, especially now that we're in a festive season. From, from, this, from this Thanksgiving now, when you enter any mall, it's going to be happy holidays. You get what I'm saying? So the whole Christmas and the whole Thanksgiving, seasons are going to be upon us and there's a way the atmosphere will just look especially if the snow starts falling it will not be white christmas there's just a way everywhere will just start looking and all the movies they will start releasing notice it it's always christmas love something that just you know they did not this is something i i i i i learned by experience netflix youtube hulu um, Roku, your Roku TV, they did not plan your salvation in mind. Uh, I had to learn it by experience. <laughs> they did not plan it. That, that show, the, that, do you notice that after you finish a show on Netflix, they will put another one, 90, they will suggest another one, 95% recommendation. Be, they will ask you if you like it. So if you put dislike, so there was a day I tested something, they not, and I put dislike. They now show me a show that can substitute for it. You now put like, they will give you 
pelated ones. Since this is what you like, you don't be seeing it. And you don't be screwing through. I don't like this one, Joe. I don't like this one, Joe. <laughs> they did not plan your salvation in mind. Am I saying you should not watch it? Ah, I'm still going to watch. Are you getting what I'm saying? But that must not dictate your salvation. That must not dictate, that must not make you cold spiritually. But you must still be on the edge. As you go around with the festive period, I know a lot of people have traveled now. Thanksgiving, or people are about to travel. Thanksgiving, to celebrate Thanksgiving with their family. As you are doing all of those things, as you are doing all the grilling and all the talking and everything, still remember that you are in a warfare. It's a battlefield. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a, you are still in a warfare. You can't afford to give yourself to the pleasures of this world as much as you think it is safe. You, you have to keep the fire. You have to keep studying. You have to keep praying. You have to keep, you know, don't quench the spirit. Don't, don't say because you are with your family or with your thanksgiving and everything, you will not pray in tongues again. That somebody will need healing. You cannot pray for the person. Because you are not shy to pray for the person in need. And only know you will pray for healing for the person on an outreach. Are you getting what I'm saying? Keep the fire burning. Tell your neighbor, say, keep the fire burning. Maintain the glow. Maintain the glow. Play for me as I close. So, after camp meeting, tell yourself, as, as we have finished camp meeting like this, tell yourself, I will do certain things. I'll pray more. I'll go for much. You know, even, even at best, you know, these are times to develop yourself spiritually, naturally too. Are you getting what I'm saying? That you just go into the worldliness of life. I'll go for more trainings. Take more, you know, certifications. Get, get yourself more busy, at least, even at best. Get more busy naturally. Get more busy. Are you getting what I'm saying? But don't go into a relapse. Such that in January, when we are now fasting and praying, that's when your, your spiritual life is now kick-started. You know, we are going to fast in January. Get ready for that one. We're going to fast in January. From January 1, as a church, we will start fasting. Amen. I'm telling you now in advance. <laughs> so you have one month to start preparing your body. <laughs> we'll fast as a church. Amen. Praise God. So, <clears throat> these are times to tell yourself, okay, tonight, tomorrow, I'm going to watch this video, I'm going to listen to this sermon, I'm going to pray, I'm going to study, I'm going to, you know, always keep your glow fresh. Stay fresh. You know, you, you can stay fresh all the time spiritually. Stay fresh in the study of the word. So that if somebody asks you, those... There was a cover. I was talking with a a white lady. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to classify that into a into um, a race, and I'm really sorry for that. And we were just talking. And she said, "What are you studying?" She, so we, we were we were in a meeting, and they were pastors. I mean, and they, were, they asked me, "What's what are you?" St-? And I was so glad. She said, what are, you, what, what are you studying right now? This, she said, not as a pastor. This is how she asked me. Said, not as a pastor. You know, this is how she said it. She said, 
you know you can be studying as a pastor and you can be studying as a Christian I said oh, I totally understand you she now said what are you what are, what, are, what are, what's your buzz of a sudden you know interestingly that day I went with my bag so I just brought out all my material I said I'm still dealing with this I said because we're on the line because it's like a meeting where they, they close the doors and you have to line up before you enter. So we're just engaging ourselves. So I just said, I just brought, a, I just opened my bag. I just put, said, I just blew. He said, see, look at what I'm reading. He said, Jesus. He said, I was still thinking, you would tell me, um, I was looking at March 17. I said, I'm not, I'm, that's not, that's not what I'm dealing with. I said, my plan is that before the session enters, we enter, we still look at certain things again. So you must have that deliberate approach. That question, Charlie, I was so excited that I could find somebody to ask me that kind of question. What are you studying in your personal life? I get what I'm saying. I mean, she said, this is what she said. She said, not as a pastor, you know. I could be studying to teach you now. I say, oh, because, but as a pastor, I must also have my own study life. The craziness of a pastor is to think that his study life is on the pulpit. No, 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 no. There are things that I study personally that I cannot dare utter and tell you for the next five, ten years. There are things that I know from the scripture today that I dare not say it. Because you will just stand up and carry your bag and go. You know, hey, Pastor, are you running mad? <laughs> but there are progressions. If I taught you who you are ten, five years ago, many of you will not understand. It's because of the progression of the teachings we've done in church. That's why you are able to understand this camp meeting. I don't know if you understood. I don't know if you knew what I'm talking about. It's because of the way we've been progressing in church. That you're able to understand, oh, this is where we are going. It's not to me that we study supernatural all together. So you must be on the edge. You must stay fresh. Don't yield to the flesh. Participate in the flow of the spirit. Are you getting what I mean? Steer yourselves up a lot. After camp meeting, let me tell you what it is. It's for more ministry, more work to do, more prayer, more teaching. Are you getting what I'm saying? More staying on the edge, more flowing with the spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? These are times that I expect many of you to just intentionally. People are going to be out a lot this Thanksgiving, buying things. Charlie Black Friday. A Friday is this Friday. A lot of people are going to be in the mall. You know, that can be another alien outreach for you. That means there will be a lot of sick people will go there. Are you getting what I'm saying? Sometimes you just say, well, let me test. Let me test. Let me at least test what I got in camp meeting if it's working. Say, in the name of Jesus, stand up from that we share. You know? And you see that one. Sometimes to be on the edge. Sometimes to just, you know, go down the drain. Sometimes to get your study life burning. I one of my major intentions for you in camp meeting was to ensure that I get your mind thinking and loving the word again, loving your scriptures again. So after camp meeting is for more ministry. So we'll pray this evening and we'll just pray for ourselves that we don't rest, right? We don't relent, we don't relapse. And um, that we'll commit ourselves to more, more preaching. We, we, we should be asking us, I expect that many of you now, your cell meetings should start filling the fire. Many of your disciples who couldn't come, many of the people you are teaching, or Richard who couldn't 
you are already telling them, oh yeah, go and subscribe to the YouTube channel, go and watch the video and get back to me. What did you learn? Pick it gently. What did you learn in the first session? Are you getting what I'm saying? What did you learn? Okay. I expect things like that. So, you have to be deliberate. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, it's for more work. Tell your boys, for more work. After meetings or after a major victory, there's more work to do. There's more work to do. And you know, as we progress as Supernatural Community Church, we are entering a new calendar year of our church. A camp meeting like this is like a new calendar year for us as a church. Where we, it's like saying, okay, let's let's tie. Let's. It's like saying we are we use camp meeting to end the year, and we start another year again. I live, I live here. So um, for us as a church, it's more it's missions, planting more works, more wild harvest. The seasons of wild harvest are still not yet over. And um, more, more and more, more miracles, more signs and wonders, more study of the world, more trainings by the Spirit, more work. So we stay on the edge all the time. But we just be on our feet and we just hold somebody's head beside us. And we are praying for ourselves that we don't relent. We don't rest. We stay on fire the more. We don't relapse. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Play for me. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost as we. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost as we pray. Lift your voices. Pray in the Holy Ghost. That we don't relapse. The things of this world will not add to our hearts. The things of this world will not have our attention. That we don't relapse, we don't rest. We go for more. That we go for more, we go for more. Shebras predese pregedisis. That we go for more. 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 That we don't rest, we don't relax. We are on fire all the time. Hallelujah. That we don't rest. That we are on fire. So, are you still out to stay in the glow, right? And this can transcend into all aspects of your life. After a major victory, maybe many of us, we don't even know how to handle money. When we see a big money, like that, we just let our gas down. What's the end of praying? I remember my first time when I first make one very big amount of money like that. Hey, <laughs> it looked like the gas was all open. I get what I'm saying. And many of us don't seem to know how to handle things like that. It shows we go for more. That's when you see more. That's why it seems like I'm not even noticed that many of those billionaires they don't rest. Even though they're they are billionaires, they keep going for more. They want to keep. You catch what I'm saying? stop and that is one thing that Christians don't know how to do they seem to not know and that's where the devil now catch them and stay much on them you know that's that parable that Jesus gave and said um, when the devil is being cast out from somebody and if you see that he rests or be relaxed is there several more that wicked spirit will come and fill his heart if he sees that is empty and you get what I'm saying so 
If that does not mean that you should now relax, and especially because now we are approaching Thanksgiving, the holiday seasons are here, and so many distractions are in the atmosphere. So that must not. I'm not. No. Don't hear what I did not say. I'm not saying you should not eat. You should not have fun. You should not. But still stay with a consciousness of you are on the edge. Are you getting what I'm saying? Stay with that consciousness. Are you getting what I'm saying? Stay with the consciousness that I must remain fresh. That no matter what it is. You know, like Black Friday is like this now. As you're about to go get your own deals and all of those, it can be another, somebody that is beside you, it can be another form of healing outreach. You are still staying fresh. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are still talking to the person about Jesus. You are still preaching the gospel. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you are staying on the edge. Pray, let's pray for ourselves one more time. Now we don't relent. Now we're still on the edge. Distractions will not have our hearts. Our distractions will not have our hearts. We stay focused all the time. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. Lift your hands and bless him this evening. Thank him. Bless him. Thank him. Lift your hands. Thank him. Give him the praise. Thank him. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. We honor you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 